I'm Dr. Sterling. I'm a board-certified OBGYN and mom. Welcome to the Becoming Moms podcast, where I give you the step-by-step to optimizing your physical and emotional wellness in pregnancy so you can create a nourishing environment for your baby, your family, and yourself. The information shared in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard in this podcast. All right, lovelies, let's dive in to this week's episode. So yesterday, I taught the Sterling birth method for the very first time. I began the series inside of Sterling Parents, and it was a really big moment for me because this birth method has been five years in the making. I started developing it after the birth of my daughter. And the reason why I started this birth method was because with my daughter, if you don't know my story, With my daughter, I had what everything I wanted happened in her birth. It was externally, if you were watching a video or you were looking at a checklist of things that happened externally, it was the perfect birth. Everything, everything that I wanted to happen, that I desired happened. And it was also an incredibly traumatic birth for me and by far the most difficult birth that I've had. So after that experience, and I had done a lot of extra education for myself leading up to that birth. Yes, I'm an OBGYN. Yes, I am, you know, an expert in birth, but I wanted to learn all about the different aspects of birth. You know, I, I trained with midwives in my residency. Um, they worked with us every single day. And so I had a lot of Um, exposure to the midwifery model even before, but I wanted to deepen my understanding. So I read all the books. I even went to hypnobirthing classes. I just wanted to expose myself to as much information about birth and as much different perspectives as I could. And I was so excited to experience birth without intervention, if possible, and without medication. And I really bought into this idea of having this kind of, you know, spiritual birth experience. So anyway, um, needless to say, that did not exactly go as planned, even though everything worked out. So I started working on this birth method because I was like, you know, all of the education that I found out there for people who wanted to become educated about birth was really uh, not pushing, but Uh, holding up on a pedestal this certain type of birth. And I thought, you know, I just don't think that that's what everyone, that's not what everybody wants. And that's not what everybody is going to get. So if we put a certain type of birth on a pedestal, we end up making people feel like if they didn't have that birth, they're, they're not as good. Or if they don't want that birth, there's something wrong with them, all of this stuff. So I started dreaming of a birth method that worked for everybody. And I also started dreaming of a birth method that really um, helped relieve people's fears and worries as they moved through their pregnancy. I dreamed of a birth method that 
um, continued after you gave birth? Because it seems like we talk about birth, we talk about birth, everything leading up to birth, and then the birth happens, and then nobody wants to talk about birth again. But I don't know about you, but my story was is such a part of me. And I wanted to talk about not necessarily my traumatic birth after it happened. It took me a while to want to talk about that. But my other births, I just felt like I had this story that I wanted to share. And this story became really important to my identity and the meaning that I gave it. And I thought, you know, if these births are going to stay with us for the rest of our lives, we want to be intentional about what we make that story mean. And I believe that empowerment, even if you don't find empowerment and beauty in your birth at the time of the birth, that maybe we can find some empowerment. Maybe we can find some beauty afterwards. And so I dreamed of a birth method that didn't just end at birth, but really helped you incorporate and integrate the birth experience. So yesterday I taught the first lesson in this series, in the birth, in the Sterling birth method series. And this birth method is divided into three phases. The first phase, and you can, you know, this is something that's only available to Sterling parents. And so if you're a member, then fantastic. But if you're not a member, you can still prepare for birth. Um, with these three different phases. I highly recommend going through these three different phases. So the first phase of the Sterling birth method is creating clarity. And we create clarity so we know what's important to you. Because this birth is about you. It's not about the right way to give birth. It's about what's right for you and putting you at the center of your birth preparation as opposed to pretty much every other childbirth education class I've seen, it's all about the right way to give birth or avoid this and don't do this and do this. I want you to be central, your values, what you want to be central in your preparation for birth, in your birth experience, and how we move through processing and incorporating your birth afterwards. So we create clarity at the very beginning. And last night, I taught the first lesson in creating clarity, which was to illuminate your values and desires and to illuminate your fears and worries. And there's a reason why in this birth method, we go straight to the fears and worries because so often we carry around all these fears and worries in our pregnancy leading up to birth. And what I explained to Sterling parents was We need to bring our fears and worries out of the subconscious mind and into the conscious mind. And here's why. When fears and worries are in our subconscious, when we're, when we're not really taking them out and shining a light on them, they are still influencing our decisions and they are still influencing our behavior. But the subconscious mind takes instinctual actions. Okay. All of our higher order executive functioning, all of our creativity, all of that. That is in our conscious mind. That's higher level cognitive processing. And if we are not bringing our fears and worries to our conscious mind, then it's staying in the subconscious and we're taking instinctual instinctual actions based off those fears and worries because our brain is there to protect us. So it will take instinctual actions like avoidance. And we see this all the time in people who have some fears and worries around cesarean birth. What they will do is when they come to that chapter in the book, or that class in the series on belly birth, they'll just say, "Mm, I'm going to skip that. 
and just move past it because they haven't acknowledged consciously that there is some concern and worry about having a cesarean birth. So we bring all those fears and worries out. We bring it to the conscious mind. And then what we're doing, what I taught last night, is we're going to make plans based on those fears and worries. Why make plans? Plans are very calming to our brain. When we make, when we have a worry and we make a plan, it helps our brain calm. So I gave some suggestions and some ideas of the kinds of plans that you can make. Um, when you discover the fears and worries that are, that are kind of brewing in that subconscious, okay? And the idea is, you know, if you need to learn something, if you need to talk something over with your provider, you are now aware of that and you can move what I say is move through and with that fear, because our goal is not to avoid all fears and worries. Fears and worries are there to protect us. And birth is big and it's scary and it's a huge transformation. And it's okay to be human. It's okay to have fears. We just need to be aware of them and to acknowledge them. And then they don't have so much control over us. It's not like the puppet master behind the scenes pulling the strings. We know what's happening. We know what we're thinking. Okay. So that was the very first step in the creating clarity phase of the Sterling Birth Method. Now, the phases that are coming up is a, a better birth workshop. So that's specifically for people who have a negative birth experience. And we're going to go over kind of how we can set ourselves up for a better birth this next time. And that involves, you know, potentially finding a new provider, advocating with our provider, um, processing what happened to us last time, talking about preventative measures, if we had a complication, all of that stuff is the next in the Creed and Clarity series. And the final phase, uh, our final, sorry, lesson in the, in the Creed and Clarity phase is navigating the unexpected. I think it's really important before we go on to phase two, where we're going to learn all the things is let's talk about uh, how we're going to navigate when things don't go as planned and when our birth, our birth is not looking how we wanted it to. And that's because when I start talking to y'all about different interventions and different tools that we use in birth, I want you to come through to that with having a sense of peace already knowing, you know what, I've already worked through how I'm going to handle that. We've already had that session as opposed to hearing about different interventions, hearing about, you know, what happens when baby's heart rate goes down, which by the way, happens all the time in labor. So um, I want y'all to have that clarity about what's important to you and what you want before you start learning all of the logistics of birth. Okay. And I want you to feel comfortable and calm saying, you know what, I've worked through, like, I, I have this, I've got this before we get to talking about all the birth things. So that brings me to phase two of the Sterling birth method. It's called becoming a birth baddie because you are going to become super knowledgeable about birth. Now I'm a nerd. I love, oh, I just love learning. I love understanding the why. And I'm really excited to shed light on all of the things about childbirth that, that nobody talks about. And not just, you know, what, what labor is and what cervical dilation is, but like what's really going on in our body? Why is a labor contraction different than a Braxton hit? Why is that? Why is that different? What's different about that contraction? Because it's really cool. I think this stuff is really cool. And I think that understanding kind of the science and some of the why behind labor, I think it just fosters in us this really, this 
you know, marveling at our body and what it does. Cause when you know some of the like science and the logistics behind and the physiology behind birth, it's going to blow your mind. So I'm excited to help you become a birth baddie, super knowledgeable. You're going to be the most knowledgeable person you know about birth. Okay. Cause I am, I don't believe in, I believe in making things simple and easy to understand, but I don't believe in, um, you know, making it so simple that you don't actually under, you don't, if you're going to give birth, like, I feel like, I feel like I'm saying like a lot, but anyway, I, I think you should have an understanding of the physiology of what's happening in your body and really learn something through that process about how your body works. So anyway, you're going to become a birth baddie. I'm super excited for that. Um, and this allows you to really navigate your um, labor and your birth, which is with as much confidence and calm as possible. So that's phase two. And now this brings me to phase three, which this is, you know, I think that this birth method is very different. Um, and by the way, Becoming a birth baddie also become, is about becoming super knowledgeable about belly birth, whether you're planning a belly birth or not. Again, this is a birth method that works for everyone, regardless of how you plan to give birth. Yes, we're going to talk about, you know, how, coping strategies and how you can move through a birth without medications. We're going to talk about epidurals. We're going to talk about VBAC. We're going to talk about all of the things, including repeat C-section, primary C-sections, unexpected C-sections we are going to do all of it because truthfully, I think that, um, if you only prepare for one version of birth, you are potentially setting yourself up to just enter a situation without the preparation that could be really, really helpful for you. So, um, little tangent there brings me to phase three of the Sterling birth method. And this really differentiates us. Um, and this method from every other childbirth education course birth method out there. And that is integrating your birth experience. Your birth, no matter if it's good, bad, somewhere in between, is going to stay with you forever. It's a story that becomes a part of who you are. And I have, this is my kind of woo-woo belief. And it's, it's a belief that I, I believe functions. It's a really helpful belief. I believe that our children are our soulmates and that everything that happens in our journey to them, you know, coming into the world is preparing us to be the parent that they need. And that includes our birth with that child. So that is, you know, I don't necessarily believe that everything happens for a reason. I don't like that. It doesn't feel good to me. But what does feel good to me is that I can make meaning from what has happened to me. And that meaning can help me be the parent that I want to be to each individual child. So when we integrate our birth experience, we're going to make meaning from it. Good, bad, in between, we're going to make meaning from it. And it's really, that's how creating clarity at the beginning of our birth really sets things up for making meaning afterwards, okay? When we know what's important to us and what our values are, and and we are able to see our birth through, not I want this, I, I desire a medication-free birth, or I want a C-section, but I understand the why, and I understand the value that is at the core of that why. 
So an example of a value that's at the core is, let's say I um, want a cesarean birth. Okay, that that is just what I want. And when I ask myself why, and we have um, inside the Sterling Birth Method, we have workbooks that um, help people kind of get to this. But when I examine why, I get to the core of I am concerned about safety. I have a value of safety. And for me, cesarean birth is what feels safest in this scenario. Okay. You could also replace cesarean birth with a medication-free birth. Just an example. So when you have this value of safety, um, and let's say during your birth experience, something feels unsafe and it, and you, I don't know, it just doesn't, your birth didn't feel as the way that you wanted it to. After the fact, you can say, you know what, I had this value of safety and I felt that I didn't feel safe in all of the moments in my birth. And that is where this birth experience wasn't as positive as I wanted it to be. Well, now we know that this is the value that you weren't, that wasn't in alignment during your birth experience. And so we can do work after the fact in integrating your birth experience to say, okay, I have had this experience of uh, not feeling safe. And I know how, you know, that how bad that felt. It didn't feel good in my body. How can I take that and make meaning from that, both as an individual and as a parent? And an example of how we could do that and how we will do that in phase three of the Sterling birth method is to think through things and, you know, okay, I felt unsafe in this, in this moment. I've now had that experience. What meaning do I want to make from that? Well, one thing that somebody might um, take from that is, you know, I now have had this experience of feeling unsafe in my body and it's really important for me to help my children or my child feel safe in their body because I know what it what it feels like when that doesn't happen. And so I'm going to take steps in my parenthood journey to make sure that my child feels safe in their body. And I know it seems like that's just, well, of course you would do that as a parent, but I'm telling you when you set these intentions, it stays with you in a different way. It's at top of mind in a different way. And you see what's happening through that specific lens. And I have the belief that when we do that, when we, when we make meaning from the journey that brings us to our child, we're learning the exact right lessons we need to be the parent to our child. I think that that my three births were different because I needed to learn different things to parent those children. And I don't know if that's really real. Okay. I really don't. But what I will tell you is that it functions for me. It makes me a better parent and helps me process what happened to me. So I don't really care if it's real or not, because I know that it functions. I've experienced it in my own life. And that's really, really powerful. So that is phase three of the Sterling birth method. And Listen, if you remember nothing else from this podcast, nothing else, please remember that integrating your birth experience, making meaning intentionally and not letting the story just take on its own meaning without your conscious decision about what meaning you're going to make it in your life is really important because so often when our birth happens differently than expected, we make it mean that our body is, has failed us, 
that we didn't do something right, that we made mistakes. And that is not a story I want you to carry with you for the rest of your life. So please remember that, you know, whether you join Sterling Parents and you go through this, this whole birth method with us or not, I want you to remember that. I want you to be conscious of the story you tell yourself about your birth. I want you to end your birth and move into phase three where you integrate that birth experience with intentionality and with presence of mind. All right. So I'm really excited to share this birth method with the world. Um, We're going to be doing it over the next few months um, inside the membership, sterlingparents.com. It is going to be on demand after that. So I decided I didn't just want to record it by myself and and just put it out when it was all complete. I really wanted to give people access as we went. So the very first um, illumination class in the, for phase one of creating clarity is um, going up on the member site like today. <laughs> um, and we're going to start putting up these workshops as they happen onto the member site. So they will also be on demand. And I would love to help you have that empowering and beautiful birth experience um, as a member of Sterling Parents. So you can join us anytime. We're always open. We're always waiting uh, t- for you to help you Um, through your reproductive journey and give you the support and love and community that you need at sterlingparents.com. I hope you learned a lot um, in this podcast episode. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms. If you are looking for more support from me during your pregnancy journey, head over to sterlingparents.com to learn more about our membership. The Sterling Parents membership now comes with a private Instagram account where members can send me direct messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pregnancy is hard. You deserve support. Head over to sterlingparents.com to get the best support available for your pregnancy.